Hi, you're listening to Find Your Joy. If you're looking for ways to thrive rather than survive in a world that can seem rather chaotic, you're in the right place. We will be sharing stories of our own as well as those from guests who have found ways to bring hope, healing, and freedom into places where trauma has impacted them. I'm Allie, author of The Art of Healing Trauma, and I'm here to remind you that life is sweet. Now, let's dive in and find ways to create our joy. Hi, this is Allie with Find Your Joy, and you are in for a treat today, my friends. Today we have with us Denise Belil, and Denise is a serenity expert, a positive intelligence specialist, and she works with professionals 50 years and older, teaching them how to rock the second half of their lives. Welcome, Denise. Thank you so much. It's such a pleasure to be here. Thank you for inviting me into your podcast. Oh, I'm so glad to have you. I've been I've been watching you from afar, trying to find a way to wiggle myself in here. So well, I'm, I'm glad we happy. figure out a time for us to work together. <laughs> yes, I'm very excited about it. So I, I, I was reading a little bit about some of the things you do and uh, the rock your second half of your life. I'll be 64 this year. So that that's a so I'm there and um, and shifting from crisis to oasis. Mm-hmm. That is one of that is one of the best sentences I've read in a while. Tell me a little bit about what you do. Oh, thank you, thank you. Yeah, well, I I call myself a serenity expert because I didn't want to call myself a stress release expert, right? <laughs> right? So I help people work with their mindset and bring more serenity and peace in their life. So so what I do is I I've been you know over decades of work on myself, first of all, you know, I've done 40 years of meditation and self-improvement retreats over the years. I was in my 20s and I was already working on being better, you know, about myself and all that, doing meditations. And and then after that, I just, I just loved everything that had to do with not getting old and what makes you old a lot of time is stress. So I, I I worked on how can I eliminate stress? How can I become more emotionally balanced? Then I got into emotional intelligence. And with emotional intelligence, then I learned about how to to be in charge of my emotion and how to take full responsibilities of how I act and react in my life. So wow. You would never, I don't, I can't even remember beside doing podcasts, say it's not my fault. <laughs> right. Like oh I don't, I, I explain it in podcasts. So that's why I say these words, it's not my fault, but it's very rare that these words are going to come out of my mouth because whatever happened to me, I take full responsibilities. I don't blame others. I, I decide not to put myself in those situations anymore if I feel that others are involved somehow. But I chose to be involved with others when things don't work the way I want. So then I take full responsibilities. And one key element into all of that that I help and all of that I help my clients achieve too is that I I say that you can't change the past. Whatever happened, even like five seconds ago, 
I can't change it, right? Like if I stub my finger on the table or on the door or whatever, I can't change it. Yes, it hurts. Of course, you you come to the fact that, yeah, I'm hurting right now. And then I give myself some compassion, some self-compassion. It's okay, you know, what do I need? What do I need right now for the hurt? But I can't change the past. Like even, you know, I've tried to change things that happened 20 years ago. I can still not change it because it's still impossible. So what I tell myself then is like, hey, it's all good. And that goes with my cup. And and my cup says it's all good. (laughs) And, And it's part of my saying. I have a favorite cup. That's why I show that. It's a beautiful cup. And and that's why I've come up with the idea that, okay, so if you can't change the past, so where does that leave you today? Well, it mm. leaves you today to to make the best of what you have right now. Right. And look for the gift in what you have around you. Look at the beauty. And even if something, let's say you you being diagnosed with, with an illness, cancer, for example. And and even if the doctor tells you you have three months to live, that's just a diagnostic. It's not a death sentence. Right. And and I've I've known people that were diagnosed with three months to live and they live four or five, ten years later. Yes. Right? Yes. So so if they can do it, you can do it. So exactly. in any situation, right? And and stress is a big precursor to degenerative disease and illness and all that because when you're stressed, your immune system go down. Right. So when you eliminate the stress, your immune system stays strong and it does what it's supposed to do, fight illness, disease, and keep you healthy. So how do you rock the second half of your life? Is you work on eliminating the stress. Mm. eliminating the burden you've been carrying on your back for the last 50 years or maybe 30 years. You know, you've been carrying that weight of since you're out of teenage year and you've been, you know, carrying different things like behaviors and, and learned behaviors. And then you look at what you are and who you are and what do I want in my life? What do I want to do? Where do I want to go? And how can I move into that direction mm, and yes. not bring that baggage with me? So we do a, a brain cleanse, you know, like we eliminate the things that are not serving you. We create new ways of think the way to do things. And when you've had behaviors that have been with you for, let's say, 30 years, they won't come away in two weeks, but they will right. come away. There, right. You can always, we have, you know, scientists has proven that now we can reprogram our brain. You know, you can heal your brain. They were saying that if you've been an alcoholic, for example, or drug user, your brain is damaged forever. It's not true. Your brain can rebuild and your brain can, um, can be regenerating. So neuroplasticity and you can create new neurons in order to go in a direction that you want to go. Absolutely. Well, I'm living proof of that because I've been had a, living with a brain injury for eight years now. So I'm the how far I've come is just amazing. I was thinking too what you were talking about with the the line "It's not my fault," because of course a lot of um, my listeners are people who have lived through some really traumatic things. Mm-hmm. And what I love about what you're saying is. Of course, the initial trauma is not your fault. But now, now here we are. It wasn't my fault I got in an accident. It wasn't my fault. Those things are. But that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about right now, going forward, 
to stay in that mindset, whatever has occurred is um, I need to take responsibility for that going forward. I think that's what I'm understanding. To a point, you yes. know, but, okay. but if you're able to, to even like, you were you had a car accident. I had a car accident two and a half years ago. Yeah, the and, car accident. I guess I'm thinking really honestly. Sorry to interrupt you. I was just going to say, I think okay. I'm thinking more about people who um, had trauma as children. And I always want to make sure that people yeah, know. Yeah, of course. Of course, that wasn't your fault. But now but you can choose you how you want to move forward. That's the ticket. Yes, yes, yes. yes That's yes, wonderful. Yes. Yeah, of course. If somebody, you know, you're, you're six years old and somebody physically abused you, you didn't look for it. It was no, not your fault. No. So that that, that that I totally agree with you, you know, but today as an yes. adult, you can choose how you want to live your life moving forward and not carry that baggage with you. Yes. So yes, we're on the same line here. Yes. Sure. Put it down. It's way too heavy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and there's ways I have different exercise with my clients where I, I empower them to, to look at the old stories. I call that the old story because mm -hmm. it is old stories. These are when we carry that for more than two minutes, it's an old story. <laughs> yes, absolutely. And to look at the situation you were put into and and then decide what do I want? Because we know the story about the fish, right? Oh, that fish was that big. And then you keep telling the story and the <laughs> fish get getting bigger and bigger and bigger. Oh, yeah, we caught a big fish. It was 20 feet long and all that because you you embellish it. You know? But we do the same thing with our stories. We do the same thing. We, we change it. If you were able to go back in time, let's say you had an argument with a family or sibling or family members 10 years ago, and you still carry that little piece of Mm. poo poo on your back from that story and you still yes. have resentment if you were able to go and and then you tell yourself a story about that story right they said this and i said that and they did this and i did that and then, and then, and then. but then take a camera imagine you can take a camera now we can replay the film and look at what happened mm. and then you would argue no that's not how it happened because your brain had created a new story exactly. over the years. You 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 embellish it positively or negatively in whichever way you want to put it, but you change that story. No matter what, there's no way possible that you didn't change the story as you move forward in life because your your memories it, it fails you and you create something else and you embellish it and you make yourself look be better as opposed to the other person you were agreeing with and all that. So, so if you were able to change that story and believe it today, why wouldn't you be able to change it for something better? Beautiful. Right? Because yes. you changed it, you know, for sure. I guarantee you 100%. I'll put a $1,000 down that it's not unless you have it recorded and it was being filmed and then somebody said something, then, then you review that all the time and you're upset about that. It's fine. If you don't have a recording... And and you talk about it today, it's different. It's not what you experience. So now moving forward, why wouldn't you be able to rewire that story the way you want it to be yes. and make peace with it and create relationships that are different? Because I experienced that myself several times. But one story is like we were in a family reunion. My brother-in-law was making fun of me in a, you know, condescending way and my whole family were not supporting me and then you know and I I I felt 
you know, really bad. Like I felt like everybody's against me. They don't love me and this and that. And, and then I carried that over for years. And one day I said, okay, that's enough, you know, and with the help of um, another practitioner, because every coach is as a coach. (laughs) So with the help of another coach (laughs) and she, she helped me recreate that story and, and make it the way I want. So now when I think of that is you would, my, my, brother-in-law reacted the same way and then when my everybody started laughing he was like oh come on you make you're making like a you know something small out of something really big it's like that's crazy like don't you know like move on you know let it be or everybody was supporting me everybody was laughing nobody got upset and and then in the end we all got along Yes. So that's my new story. And now when I when I go in my family gathering, you know, and I'm like, hey, yeah, we, we all get along. But for a while, I didn't want to be with them. I didn't want to see right. them. I was like keeping that on me and it was making it like a make a storm out of a glass of water. Right. It's just like, yeah, I was carrying that weight of negativity with me because I was replaying that as I can't believe he said that I can't believe that. Yes. And but in the end, you know, I changed my story and then I was okay. I was like, okay, well, that's fine. Exactly. You know, when you're saying that, I'm remembering <clears throat> many years ago when I first was in college and I can remember um, studying, I was a psych major for the first uh, three or three years or so. And I remember learning a word called confabulation. And that is, it is, and I try, I, I, I make an effort to remember this word always Because confabulation is simply the thing that our brains do to fill in the gaps. We're not lying. We're not making it up. Our brain is doing it for us. And all of us, it's what happened. So when I when I think of it that way, it's exactly like what you're saying. So I I write it down. Confabulation. Confabulation. And so I I experience a thing. There may be, before I even have an opportunity to know that there's blank spots in my memory, mm-hmm. my brain has already done this beautiful thing. Fill that up all the gaps. Yeah. It fills it all up because our brain does not want a blank spot in a memory. And it's interesting because when we, I've, I have a tick, I do TikTok and I do this thing called uh, Stuff Nana's Know where I share things geared towards youth, right? And it was something very similar to this that two people can have a different account of the same story oh, yeah. and they're both telling the truth mm-hmm. oh absolutely and, and in I their mind say, they're telling the truth absolutely my yeah. mom used to tell me there's um there's always three there's there's your story my story and then somewhere in the middle lies the truth she taught me that to remember oh, that always cool. because Confabulation. Our brain is a marvelous, marvelous computer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. I remember a video that I saw um, years ago in one of those self-improvement workshop seminar that I used to do in my 20s, 30s, 40s. And one of those times, one of the presenters showed a video and it was um men throwing the ball at each other like basketball right you know how you pass the ball from one to the other so it's okay he said now i have a task for you i want you to to watch that video and count how many times the ball changed hands right and it was it was like okay so watch that video and count how many times the balls change hands so so we he plays that video on the big screen and then we're all there you know like what 
two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, or that. Okay. Then he stopped the video and at the end, okay, you'll say, how many times has the ball change ends? And then everybody has different count because not everybody saw like how many exactly how many. And then he said, uh, and how many people saw a gorilla? And people were like, What? A gorilla? And he was like, Okay, let me replay that video. And then as people are changing the ball's hands and one of the and the background, there's a man dressed up as oh, a gorilla walking around. Nobody saw that, many. No. I can't say nobody, but the majority of people never saw that gorilla. Focusing on the count. Yeah, they were focusing on the ball and the count and and that thing passed behind the scene, you know, behind the players and no one, no one, well, I mean, the majority, like say 98% of people didn't see it. Why? Because whatever you focus on, that's what you see. That's what you get. I, whatever you focus on, that's what you see. Yes, I love that. Right. And same yes. another another typical idea like that is if you you can play a game with uh, with people and say, OK, um, now look around you and I can tell you, like, look around you and how many I cannot say blue things because you're wearing blue glasses and blue black grammar. How many <laughs> red things do you have around you? So then you look and say, OK, I have a red button on my camera. I have red things in my agenda. I have uh you know, like a red mouse and all of that. So you look at all the things that are red. There's a heart on that bottle and there's uh, the cable is partially red. And and sometimes because we want to be right for the things that are red, something that are a bit burgundy, we say, well, that's red, <laughs> you know, <laughs> like, and then, okay. And then I say, okay. So then, okay, now tell me how many things are greens. There's, I, 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 I can't recall anything that's green. Because you didn't look for the green, you look for the That's red. right. The shift, right? To have to do that shift. You know, in motorcycle, um, if you take um, classes to ride a motorcycle, they teach um, you'll always go where you look. So mm-hmm. when you're when you're riding your bike, I mean, it's cars too, but really matters on a motorcycle. You know, often we'll be looking around and and no 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 look because at exactly you, the spot that you want to be. You Don't want to go right there, and that's where you'll go. And it's so true. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So it's the same in our life in every mm-hmm. way. So when you learn that this is what's happening in your brain, right? For one thing, because people, a lot of people don't realize that. Then you think of your thought. You control your thought. If you're thinking that, oh, my life is horrible, is horrible and I'm uh, my retirement's going to be awful and what am I going to do with my future and my, my kids, they don't love me or whatever the thing is. Right. Then right. what do you get? You get more of that. And more evidence to prove it to yourself. Of course, of course. Because, yes, absolutely. You know, whether, Henry Ford said, right, whether you believe you're right or whether you believe you're wrong, you're right. <laughs> or whether you believe you can or whether you believe you can't. Yes, you're right. You're right. right? Yes, so if I... you keep saying, oh, we can't do it, well, keep at it. And that's what he did with his engineer, right? He wanted them to build like a V8 engine, I think. And he said, it can't be done. And he said, well, keep working. I'm paying you. Keep working at it. That's and right. then he came back six months later. Where are you going? Like, we, we don't know. We haven't figured it out yet. Keep working because yes. I believe it can't be done. So you have to believe that it can be done. And eventually they did it, right? That's beautiful. And so when, so now if, so a client comes to you, maybe tell us a little bit about 
how that looks. What are some of the, you know, listeners out there, um, ladies and uh, gentlemen, if you so desire, you're 50 plus and you're really looking for a wonderful shift in your life. Mm-hmm. What What's it going to look like? They they come to you and where, where do you start? Yeah, thank you for asking. Like often the... Um... The, I start with people with an assessment. It's called the positive intelligent assessment because okay. I'm a certified positive intelligent coach. And this assessment, what it does is it gives you who are your top saboteurs. And ah. the saboteurs are the things that were created in your life because you needed support as you, you grow older. A lot of time these saboteurs come up as a, as, as, you know, before adulthood. And and they're being reinforced as you move forward. For example, a saboteur can be somebody that um, would be a, a an hyper achiever, would be a young boy that had uh, lost his, his dad. Let's say the, they divorce, and then the mom is with the the son. It's okay now. You're the man of the family, right? So when you take that to heart then you become an hyperachiever in a sense that you have to perform. You have to 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 support the family. You got to be there for the family and you take all of that on you. And then what does it do is that, yeah, it teach you great skills. But when you grow older, then what happened is that you're never satisfied. You got to get to the next level. You got to be even more a better supporter for your family. You got to do even more. You got to bring even more money. You got, and then this is one one example of the the nine saboteurs. I won't name them all because we'll be here for an hour. <laughs> but what happened is that when we do this assessment, and the majority of people say, "Wow, that was right on." This is the different behaviors that I have in my life that cause me to 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 do different things. So once you have that awareness, then I, of who they are, then we work on building the awareness of when do they show up in your life right now. When is it that your victim saboteur shows up? You mm-hmm. know, it's not my fault. Yes. The dog ate my homework, right? Like it's yes. when you a victim is always like, you know, everybody's against you and it's not your fault. And the world is, you know, is gray and, you know, you're poor, you little me. And and then the victim would come, the victim comes in for different scenario. Like, it, and, and when you were a kid, maybe you needed to have that victim mentality coming up because maybe you were abused. Maybe you were, you know, right. you were a victim. But as you grow older, you gotta let go. You gotta let go of these Shed things. <laughs> and then, so when you you recognize your saboteurs, then you then we work together into and there's a program with positive intelligence that I like to have my client join in, and it's a six weeks program, and it teach you what what are your saboteurs and how they interfere in your life, and then they teach you how to manipulate your saboteurs to quiet them down and learn. We call that the sage. And the sage is learn to to see for the gift in situation, learn, learn to have a new ways of thinking, new ways of, of seeing how your life is, new, way, new ways of, of uh, being innovative, uh, resourceful, you know, look look for all the things that can change. Maybe look sometime when things are really hard. You look at yourself 20 years down the road and say, would this matter what I'm doing right now? You know, right. what the, the pain that I have now, what, how would I see myself in 20 years? And will that really matter in the end? No, right? Like I can move on. I can, you know, I've experienced things 20 years ago that today I look at it and it's like, it's not important. Right. So we, you learn the more 
positive way to look at your life today and how to to envision your future and how you want to create that. And then I support people through working with them and all that. And of course, I bring in, I bring in all my, you know, 40 years of experience of being, you know, like becoming a serenity expert because I've, I have not been a serenity expert all my life, but more so since the last 20 years, because I've done a lot of changes in myself and I've worked on myself and I, I realized when I was not that nice to people and I would snap and I would be controlling and I would be, you know, and then I learned that, yeah, it's, you know, it doesn't help, doesn't help my relationship. So now whenever I do something that's not positive and it still happened, then I, I right away, I talk to myself and say, that was not really loving, was it? You know? Yes. Whatever you've done was not really loving. So how can you repair it or how can you move forward and not do that again? Right. So. Oh, that's beautiful. I love that. And and I just love the hope that it offers people mm-hmm. because, you know, it can, it's you know, it's, it's easier to gain weight than to lose weight. And it's easier to feel stuck than it is to feel unstuck mm-hmm. sometimes. However, there are things that can make all of that much simpler than we, than we conjure up in our mind. And, yeah, and I love it, that what you're describing, uh, uh, what, what it, it's simple, but not easy. Yeah, exactly. Like, I mean, it, it took years to, to program yourself to who you are, to your personality that you have today, but it doesn't mean that you can't choose a new personality. You can create your new personality. And that's how you shift from crisis to oasis. What's your oasis? What do you want to create? What would be the ideal you? And how can Mm. we take the steps to get there? Yes. Yes. Oh, I love that. I have this thing that, um, a thing that I do that I call, what would she do? And that's the future, the future, whoever you would like to be, what does her day look like? Yeah. Because- If I'm doing the same day that I that I've always done, but I would rather be another per, you know, I would rather be living my life another way. I will say that I don't want to be another person. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's, there's things that I would rather be doing, and and uh, so I love I love what you're saying. I can't believe that we're already coming to the end of this. It's just um, I could listen to you. I could just chat with you all day. This is it's wonderful. I love I love what you offer. So we are we are going to wrap up now, but. Before we do, um, what's anything that you haven't said yet or any gem that you would love to list, leave with our listeners before we close up today? I would really appreciate that. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So there's actually two things. And one is a surprise because I didn't tell you before we started. Uh, the first thing is no I talked surprises. about the uh, the saboteur assessment. And I, I can provide you with a link of where people can go and do this assessment and where they can find out for themselves you know, who are my top saboteurs? You might be wondering, you know, maybe you know, but maybe you say, oh, I don't know. It takes about 10 minutes maximum to do. These are quick. There's a lot of questions, but they're quick answer to multiple choices, right? So it's really fast. So I'll share that with you because uh, it's good to know because awareness is the key number one of start to make changes. Because if you're, if you're, if you're not aware, how can you make changes when you're not aware? Exactly. But once you know, then you're bound to do something. Yes. Right? Like yeah, a lot of time, like in, in any situation, if you don't know, like I forgive people that say, I'm, I'm so sorry, I had no idea. Okay, yes. I forgive you because you didn't know. You didn't now know. Now you know. 
So how are you going to move forward? So yeah. that's the first thing I'll, I'll share with you the saboteur assessment, because I feel that it's uh, it's always good for people to realize, you know, okay, what are my, <laughs> what are my saboteurs? And, and yes. if you want to stay not knowing, that's okay. Don't take the, they take the quiz. That's all right. And then the second one, because it's spring and we talked a lot about making changes in your brain and changing the way you think and all that. And uh, I created a pocketbook called the uh, spring cleaning for your brain. Oh, so become it comes spring and we, we want it. Now we look at around the windows are dirty from the all the dirt of the winter, the patio is dirty, the the dust in the furniture and everything else. And it was OK, let's start some spring cleaning. But how often do you think of spring cleaning your brain? Mm. Right, Not often. So that little three step uh, formula pocketbook will help you to to introspect and to look at the things that are in your life that are that are dusty, the things that, you know, are not so clear and how to to make the the cleanup in your brain. And maybe there's relationship that you need to eliminate. Maybe there are relationships you need to add, you know, like adding a coach, adding a counselor, adding, you know, new friends. Um, maybe there are behaviors that you would like to change, like come spring, you know, sometimes we try to put on those new pants and they're like, oh, they're a bit tight from the winter. So, <laughs> so but behaviors, okay, I'm not going to eat, like uh, today is what, 21. So I've not ate sugar for the last 21 days because I made that decision. I made that yes. change. I'm not having sweet. I'm not having uh, food that has sugar in it. And I'm doing that right now myself and I'm yeah. loving it. Yeah, of course. But these are behaviors. So how, you know, change your habit, change the way you 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 live your life for the better. And what do you want? What's your goal? What do you want to achieve? So that, that little pocketbook will help you go through these steps. And um, and then I think that could be beneficial for the spring to do a little spring cleaning for the brain. Oh, that's so wonderful. How exciting. So um, just for our listeners, uh, where to get those two things that will be in the show notes below the, uh, below the podcast, below the video. And um, thank you so much for your generosity of your time and for, for gifting people with some things that can actually start to change their lives, right? Absolutely. The moment they, the moment they pick that up and, and uh, I'm, I'm really excited. I'm, I'm going to go try it myself. Yeah. Yeah. I want to know your result of, we can have another call privately about your uh, saboteur assessment if you want afterwards. Absolutely. I think it's exciting. Well, Denise, thank you. Thank you so much. And for our listeners, you can find Denise at Denise Belil um, in Motion Coaching. All of her contact information will be underneath um, underneath the video. Please do remember to go and get your free saboteur assessment and your spring cleaning uh, booklet. For the brain. Yeah. Uh, thank you again. You're very welcome. I, it was just wonderful. I really love everything that you were talking about today. It was such a positive, wonderful way to look at the world and, and our lives. And this is Ali. And uh, definitely, if you go and grab some of these, uh, these free gifts that Denise is offering you, you will find more ways to your joy. Thanks for much. And thanks very much. And I'll talk to you soon. Thanks so much for joining me today. If you found a piece of your joy in this episode, I would love to hear about what came up for you 
so that we can continue to grow the impact of this show. Thanks again. See you soon. And remember, find your joy. 